This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Hey guys, it's Ruvain Epstein. Feel free to share this with anybody who you feel can benefit from this. So, it's like day two for me of having all of these symptoms. And from what I read online, it seems like I have probably another seven days or so to go which honestly I cannot imagine. Um, in terms of the virus, what I'm feeling, I know a lot of people feel quarantined, like in their homes. By me, I feel sort of stuck in my body, which is just not working. My body's just not working. Um, I have, I guess what they would call like a mild case, but it definitely does not feel mild. It feels like the hardest thing I've ever had to go through. My body feels totally paralyzed. Like, I have no strength. I can't lift my arms. Can't lift my legs. My back is killing me. I just... I just can't function. I have a burning up fever, which trying to keep under control. It's... It's very, very, very rough. My head is totally foggy. I can't really focus on much of anything can't work, can't focus on my kids, I'm just laying in bed, like, I I get up from a five hour and a half, and two minutes later I'm sleeping again, like, I just can't even focus on anything, can't learn, can't daven, can't answer Shilas, I just can't deal with really anything right now, I could tell you that, well, I called the doctor to discuss with him my symptoms, and he told me not to get tested, and he told me that that's what they're telling all people who are calling unless they're really critical. And I could tell you that most people who you know who are in bed or sick most probably do have coronavirus. And the idea that they are saying there's 200 people, 300 people, 500 people, 1,000 people, whatever it is in New York City that have it is a sham. It's just not true. There's probably thousands, tens of thousands maybe hundreds of thousands of people walking around with this disease as carriers or asymptomatic patients. And it really, really, if you're if you're home and you're not sick, just first of all, thank Hashem for that. But more than that is just don't leave your house. It's just not worth it. You will catch it from somebody. But don't be an auction. Don't be a smart guy who's going out there for any reason just does not make any sense because you can't imagine how difficult it is to go through this. I think that there is an amazing, amazing, amazing bracha that overall children seem to, for some reason, not be susceptible to this, which is such an unbelievable chesed Hashem because I cannot imagine the devastation of having children susceptible to this disease it just would be unbelievable and we really have to thank Hashem happy day for that <laughs> what's also very striking to me is how everyone's lives are so upended I keep telling my wife this is like mamish like a magefa it's not it's not like something you read about on the news it's like I've never I mean, everyone's saying this. I've never seen this before. It's it's just unreal. It's just unbelievable how 
It's Mamash Magifa, just going around everywhere. It's like, you think about like Makas Pacharis, like coming up to Pesach, you think about any of the other Makos, like it, it, it has to impact us. It has to impact us. It's like, <laughs> it's going to sound crazy to you, but I I can't move. I, I Mamash feel paralyzed. Last night, I was davening my in my bed, and the only way I was able to daven was by by curling up into a ball. And I was facing the the left side, and I was I was davening Shemar laying down in bed, and I kept thinking to myself, "What a, like what an assignment!" But not just an assignment. Like this is such a punishment. It's like. I realized I wasn't even dominating to the Mizrach. Like, Hashem is just like, I don't want anything. I don't want your davening. I don't want your learning. I don't want, I don't want you in shul. Everything is just totally, we have to recognize what it means to be like a Pachin Panim. Like, Hashem just doesn't want anything from us. He's like, no, no, I'm not interested in your davening. I'm not interested in your learning. I'm not interested in anything. And what's so striking to me is how people are going through this. I'm not even talking about the people who are going through and are just going about their daily lives as if nothing is happening, but the amount of, like, memes, jokes, like, I understand people need it to, like, get by, like, you know, you need to laugh through something, but if there was ever a time that was really just not funny at all, I think this is one of those times, you know what I mean? I'm like laying in bed, trapped, I, I can't move, I can't breathe. It's You can't imagine how hard this is. And I get it, people, they need like an outlet, but it's just so sad how people think that it's like funny, or they think that like sharing a funny joke is like appropriate at this time. Just way beyond me. I just really don't understand it. I think that it's incredible how how many people are out there giving chazak and doing chesed. And they reached out to me if I could give a shir or two. A bunch of organizations reached out and I just, I can't, I have no kayak. I can't think straight. There's just no way. I think that it really is amazing how how many people are really out there giving chazak and doing things. Um, but there's just two things that I wanted to just end off with. One is, I think that on a micro level, I think that it really, like, it's a time for Kabbalah. Like, everyone, I think, has to take something on. It could be small, like, you'll dive in only from a sitter, or you'll be more machved with minion, or you'll be nicer to somebody, or you'll be more involved in chesed, or... Just work careful with how you speak or anything like that. And then <coughs> and then I think there's like just on a on a bigger level the idea that <coughs> I'm sorry. Is that if there was ever a time that we could sort of show Hashem like we're really ready for Mashiach. I think that this is the time. I I don't have the kayak right now, but when I do, 
I plan on, I plan on like sitting with my, my kids and like talking a little bit more about Mashiach and maybe packing up like a suitcase to like show that like we're ready. Just like let Hashem know like I don't need my job. I, I don't need my tefillah. Like our whole lives have come to a stop and I think that it's a pretty opportune time for the Gula and I think that we have to take the initiative and like sort of show Hashem that we're ready for this and it's not if there was ever a time that we were ready, it's now when we see that there is literally, there is nothing that we have to rely on except for Hashem. Of course, there's like basic emuna, and then there's emuna that Hashem runs the world. But maybe we could like really internalize that idea that <clears throat> like we're really, really, really ready for Mashiach. And I hope that some people will take this to heart and maybe have a conversation with your kids that we're not, we don't need our big houses. They're just big prisons. We get stuck in them. We don't need our fancy cars. Can't use them anyways. We don't need our job. We don't need our money. The only thing we need is a real relationship with Hashem. And we have to show Hashem that we're ready. And I think that if we take on some Kabbalahs and we show Hashem that we're ready, then the Gula will come. Even if it takes a little bit longer, our davening will change, our Shabbat Esther's will change, our relationships will change. I'm sorry for being a little bit down. I know everyone's saying that you're supposed to be with Simcha. It's just very, very hard. I hope that this message speaks to you. We should all be safe. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.